Welcome to Destination Vacaville, brought to you by Visit Vacaville, the city's official voice for tourism. I'm your host, Melissa Reeves. In every episode, I will introduce you to the people and places that make visiting Vacaville such a unique travel experience, like seasonal adventures, agricultural tourism, family activities, craft beer, culinary delights, wine country, and more. Subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Destination Vacaville, let's go. Hello, and welcome to Destination Vacaville. I am your host, Melissa Reeves, and today I'm so pleased to have as my guest, the general manager of the Nut Tree Shopping Center, Julie Davis. Welcome, Julie. Hey, Melissa. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So we are having to record you remotely today, Julie. So if there's any lag or any technical issues, we apologize in advance, but we're so glad to have you and would love if you would tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks, Melissa, again for having me. I have been the general manager of the Nut Tree for about eight years, which time is flying by. And Nut Tree actually has held a special place in my heart um, in that I, like a lot of people in Northern California, grew up with the Nut Tree. And we got to fly here in my dad's airplane and we'd hop on the little train and go to the restaurant and do all those wonderful things that so many of us remember about the Nut Tree. So when I got the job, I have to admit, my mother was pretty much over the moon. She thought that was pretty cool. So, oh, that's that's so great. So, tell us, you know, a lot of people know the nut tree have a lot of history and a lot of memories of the nut tree, just like you do. Tell us a little bit about the history because I think you are on a big hundredth anniversary. Are you not? We are, if you can imagine, we are celebrating the nut tree's hundredth anniversary. And as you said, it's really gone through so much over the years and. What I think is kind of cool, what we're trying to do is embrace and honor that amazing past that the nut tree has, but also embrace a new generation of nut tree memories. And that's what we're hoping to do by bringing back the giant pumpkin way off to be able to bring it back in this hundredth year is even extra special. So the nut tree has definitely seen a lot of changes over those years. It's now a retail center, which first started out as, you know, a roadside fruit stand. And so it's really evolved over those hundred years, but it's great that we're still here. So you mentioned that you're bringing back the pumpkin way off contest. Tell us about the history of that event with the nut tree, because this is not a a new event for, for this location. This is something that there's a lot of history with here. Right. They definitely were a part of the nut tree prior to what you know, the nut tree as now the California um, Pumpkins Club actually were a part of the um, the event, the fall festival, and you had the scarecrow contest. There was a lot that went into that, and a lot of people actually share those memories of either attending the scarecrow event and the pumpkin wing contest, or they actually even worked the event. So it definitely was a big part of the nut tree. And then in the 1990s, when the nut tree closed its doors at that time, the California Pumpkins Club um, had to find a new home. And they have been since that time in Elk Grove. So that's kind of how it had been a part of the nut tree. And then when they closed their doors, they had to find a new home. Well, how exciting to be able to bring back part of this nut tree history in a year where you're already celebrating the legacy of this amazing property. It's so exciting. I'm so excited to see these enormous pumpkins. So tell us about the contest and what it entails. 
I'll tell you, I've learned more about pumpkins in the last <laughs> six months than I ever thought I would. I but bet you we have. Were, yeah, we were approached the beginning of the year by Brian Myers. He's the chairman of the California Pumpkins Club, and wanting to bring it back to the nut tree. And as I said, the coinciding with our hundredth anniversary was amazing. But what it is is there are actual growers, and we have growers not only from California that are going to be attending the event, but they're coming from. Oregon, Washington, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, and as far away as in Kansas. So they are coming here to participate. These pumpkins can grow over 2,000 pounds. Oh and I'm being told, I don't know if this is true, but I'm being told at least the top 10 pumpkins will be at or over 2,000 pounds. Oh and goodness. so it's quite an ordeal to weigh them. The scales have to be certified to make sure that they are accurate. The first place winner is based on weight. So for example, we have the largest purse winnings, not only in California, but I'm being told really in the country. So $9 a pound. So if you have a pumpkin that weighs 2,000 pounds, that person's going to go home with $18,000 for wow. growing a pumpkin. So it's, it's pretty, it is pretty cool. We also have a gentleman that's coming from Napa who won the largest California pumpkin last year, and that was over 2,100 pounds. So being kind of in our own backyard from Napa, I think that's that's pretty amazing. We also will have what they call future farmers, and I'm really hoping to grow this in the years to come, but it's for kids ages 6 to 17 that grow pumpkins. So, so there's different parts of it, but you get everything from the 2,000-pound pumpkin down to just, you know, the little, the little guy, as I call it, that's just a few pounds, so... How fun. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing event. How do they get these pumpkins here? I'm being told, again, this is all things I'm learning. For instance, these people coming from out of state, because it's all based on weight, they don't want to lose that weight during that time. They will actually bring them still um, live, if you will, in dirt, and they will bring them with large trailers so they don't lose any of that water weight. So yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot of large trailers all over the place, all over town that weekend. So yeah, it's quite a feat. <laughs> it, it sounds like it. How fun. Well, with the size of that, that the purse for, for the winners, I wish I knew how to grow anything, let alone pumpkins. Exactly. I might want to rethink that um, for next year. <laughs> Absolutely. So Julie, I know that you have mentioned that there were other events that are going on kind of around the pumpkin weighing contest. What else are you planning for that weekend? You know, we have, first of all, the event is on Saturday, October 9th, and it's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And not only are we having the pumpkin weighing contest, which would be throughout the, the day, the mayor has graciously um, agreed to come and kind of start things off and speak to all of us as we kick the day off. But we also are having a large petting zoo for people to come. It's, I think there's around 50 animals that people can and kids can Come in and pet. We'll also have a miniature cow, which I know Melissa might be <laughs> something you might like to see. Um, all of this is free to the public. We also have a kids zone, face painting, you know, balloon artists, arts and crafts. We're going to have, a, oh, this is, I think, going to be kind of cool as pumpkin carvers. I think that we're going to have about three of them, but you'll actually get to watch carve these amazing pumpkins and you can even purchase them and bring them home with the different designs that they can do. We'll have a harvest selfie booth and pumpkin patch and just all kinds of fun stuff for everyone throughout the day. Excellent. Well, we're, we're very much looking forward to that. And I know that 
you and your team have been planning a number of events and things going on this this year to celebrate um, this amazing milestone of 100 years of the nut tree. Um, tell us what else you guys have been working on. I have seen a lot on social media. People have been posting their wonderful memories, and it's been so amazing to, to yes. watch those and read those. What else are you planning? You know, that is one thing we started at the beginning of the year. We call it Share Your Memories. And we have had such an outpouring and continuing to have an outpouring of people sending in their memories. Again, going back to days gone by to even people who are just currently um, enjoying it. So we have been posting those. We also have a large board out in the plaza where we've been posting all of those. And it's just been a lot of fun to do. We also have a buy brick program that we are doing. A lot of people have been buying bricks and um, sharing kind of some special memories or in honor of someone that they held special to the nut tree. And that's going to be a permanent display out in the plaza near our wonderful little number five train that we all love so much. So, so yeah, there's just been a lot of not only embracing that past, but looking forward to the future and um, making new memories for kids and families. That is what makes kind of nut tree unique and not just another shopping center. Absolutely. No, it is so special. And, you know, Visit Vacaville is lucky enough to be uh, a tenant in the shopping center here uh, near the plaza, which is so special. And with, you know, having so many visitors come through and stop into our center, we're always amazed by people's memories and just this tie and this emotional connection that they have to this to this place. And, you know, it it really has retained no matter what the evolution of this property has been, it's really retained that California's legendary road stop kind of moniker. I mean, it really still applies so much. And you guys have done such a good job of trying to bring back and retain some of that history. And I just, I love hearing everybody's stories. It's really special. Oh, thank you. Yes. We, we we've really been enjoying it too. And I just know that it's, it is a place that's um, very special. And it's, I think, you know, all of us are coming off of a really tough 18 months and we're still going through it, you know, and I think this does bring a smile onto a family's face, something that they can do together. And um, so it's just nice to be able to not only bring it back, but hopefully grow it into something that the community can embrace and be a part of. Absolutely. So do you intend the, the pumpkin contest? Is that just for this year or do you intend to bring that back year after year? It will be a year after year. And that was one of the commitments we made with the um, CBC when we first started this. We really had to think long and hard and that this is something they want a partnership with. And it's not just a one time deal. So, yeah, for on both sides, this is something that we really want to bring back. We'd love to next year bring back the Scarecrow Contest that I know was so popular back in the day. And I've seen pictures of it. It's just amazing how creative people can get. So I just think there's a lot of things that we can do in the future. We just had hoped this year, let's just make it a a great event and let's see where we can um, go from there. Well, especially in these days when so many events, you know, have been unable to happen. We're so excited to have this to look forward to, to have it in a time where, you know, we're already celebrating that this legacy of the nut tree. So such a great year for you to be able to bring this back. We thank you on behalf of the community. It'll be very exciting. Melissa, I just love to be a part of it. Well, and the nut tree has, you know, it's, it's amazing to me how during a time when you would not think that businesses would be opening and starting new endeavors, we've been hopping out here in the nut tree and so many new businesses have opened. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the new businesses that are here and what you're kind of looking at in the future for some of um, your, I think you have very few open spaces, actually. I think almost everything is leased out here. 
That's correct, Melissa. It's um, we've been really fortunate. I think it says a lot to the community of Vacaville that that the nut tree can draw so many tenants, and they see the viability of that from a business standpoint. We have other properties that haven't really fared as well, and so I think definitely is a beacon in, in a lot of what has been going on. And you're right, we don't have a lot of space left. We do have uh, one of a, a new tenant that's coming to the West Coast. It's called Five Below. They're opening up this month. And we have some new restaurants that are um, opening. I don't know if you tried Ramen 101. They just opened up. And we have some others in the pipeline that we're working on that we're um, not quite ready to to lay out in the public yet, but we're definitely getting close to getting those finalized. So again, I, I think the nut tree, not only because of it being the nut tree, but being a part of Vacaville and a community that is growing and embracing this is what has really kept it alive and thriving. Yeah, there is definitely a vibrancy here that you don't see in a lot of a lot of shopping centers. You know, not only do you have the plaza with with the train and the carousel that are are such wonderful additions to the property, but you know, it looks beautiful all the time and you just can kind of feel that history here, which is really special. You guys have done a really great job maintaining and again bringing back that history. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I I can't take any credit for that because all of that was laid out before, you know, we were ever a part of it, Dunhill ever purchased it. It was something that the city had envisioned. And, you know, it's just for us to continue to keep that vision alive. And so that's what we we try and do every day. And um, hopefully we are keeping that alive and um, making it an enjoyable place for people to come and to shop and just relax and, you know, go have a nice cup of coffee at Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think we can give you and your team a lot of credit again you know, I don't know that we would have had this pumpkin contest coming back to, to the center without you. And we're so excited about that, about the 100th anniversary. Congratulations to, to your eight-year legacy and your part <laughs> in, the, in the nut trees history. We're so pleased to get, to get to work with you and are very much looking forward to the events and all the new tenants coming in too. We're excited about all those. We love new places to have lunch. Yes. Yes. That's important. <laughs> that is very important. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, well, thank you. And um, we're just looking forward to, you know, we, we hope the public can come out and um, embrace this and enjoy it. And we're um, just so hopeful that this is something that can turn into a wonderful annual event that the city can embrace and those of us um, here. So that is what we are, um, our goal is. Wonderful. Well, we have no doubt that you and the community will come out to support and that you guys will throw a wonderful event. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being our guest. I apologize again if we had any technical difficulties during this recording, but always great to chat with you, Julie. And uh, we look forward to seeing you and the giant pumpkins very soon. Great. Thanks so much, Melissa. We really, really appreciate your support. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to Destination Vacaville from Visit Vacaville, the city's official destination marketing organization. For more information on the people and places covered in today's episode and ideas for trip planning, head to visitvacaville.com. Music by Kurt Gellerstad. And thank you to Flora's Podcast Consulting for their work on this and every episode of Destination Vacaville.